0: Brunch culture. We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about uh, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, yeah. we everything, everything, everything. Everything. Everything is up for discussion, and that's what brunch culture is about. 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 It's about a thing. Yeah.
1: Feel good, hands in the two shots in the ass. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture.
0: Brunch Culture Col- brunch Turn down for what? Yeah, what's up?
1: Yo, 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 yo <laughs> It's the Brunch Culture <laughs> I can't even talk, yo It's the Brunch Culture Crew
0: <laughs> Yeah, I want to say the Brunch Culture Morning Show
1: You thinking about the breakfast club?
0: At time, join the morning show
1: you're so old, Lisa. I don't think anybody listens to Tom Joyner. Well, I think uh, not. No, a lot of people listen to Tom Joyner, but like I don't think like a lot of our generation listen to Tom Joyner. Do they?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I just like st- the tune. But I, when I listen to the radio, I listen to Steve Harvey only for the Strawberry Letter. But if it's not Strawberry Letter, I just turn to um, Breakfast Club. But uh, I like I- to hear the Strawberry Letter because I think it's funny.
1: Um, I'm on Ricky Smiley. I listen to Ricky Smiley. Every morning it is. And I get frustrated if like a morning I wake up too late or like I'm rushing and I I can't, I don't listen to it and I'd be real mad. Like Ricky Smiley is every morning I use the tune in app and I'm on Ricky Smiley and just be riding.
0: Yeah. I've never heard his morning show. I've seen clips like on YouTube, but I've never like listened to his morning show.
1: You know, it's real. It's, it's funny because they talk about, relevant stuff that I feel like is relevant to our generation. One thing I've noticed about other morning shows is I feel like, I always feel like it's for like my mama to listen to, right? Like Even The like, Breakfast Club? Or you don't listen to The Breakfast Club? Oh, well, not The Breakfast Well, I don't know what... The, I always listen to The Breakfast Club through... I go to, to the Spreaker app and I just look up the episode because I don't want to i just like their interviews i feel like they're incredible at interviewing so i always go and listen listen to the interviews listen back at the interviews but every morning like to listen to the morning show with like their banter amongst each other i'm always listening to ricky smiley yeah
0: i don't yeah. like the breakfast club choice of music though
1: is it too like new york
0: Mm, yeah well I just this new rap sometimes I don't understand
1: <laughs> you can't what who we just talked about you can't listen to it thinking that like you can't try to understand it you just gotta it's mindless music that's what you gotta do yeah
0: but it's just too, I mean I feel like some music is mindless but it still it doesn't but I feel like these even the hooks just be too it just be too much
1: <laughs> you showing your age Lisa I,
0: I don't is. know I, not right, I, I <laughs> guess I'm I'm about thirty, but I just I just feel like it just be a lot. And then sometimes when I re listen and I listen to the lyrics, I'm just like, dude, that's really vulgar. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like
1: it's trap like... music taking over.
0: Yeah, it is. But well, trap music
1: good though. Shout out to Ray Freeman. I get into trap. Fanny Wop.
0: What yeah. what Fanny? W- See, all them sound the same to me, so I never know who I'm listening to.
1: For real. Well, you Teddy know walk. what? I think if, Trap if,
0: Queen, right?
1: Yeah. I but he so. got
0: another one. I
1: don't
0: know. Baby Cut, Come My Way. Who's seen that? That's him?
1: I don't, not Lisa. You know, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know all these people. I know Ray Shrimmer.
0: <laughs> wow. You really on Ray Shrimmer. But that's, you got that, you got that CD, right?
1: Yeah, I bought their album. Their album is dope. Okay. Like, it's it's good, mindless music. That's what yeah. I'm telling you. You know, I buy it's...
0: singles. But now I got Apple Music. I don't buy nothing. Let me see. Do...
1: <laughs> I struggle because I actually pay for Google All Access Music, but I can't stop buying albums. I feel like I have to keep buying your album because I want you to produce a body of a full body of work. So I continue to buy albums. And like I feel like if I just stream your music, the way some streaming services are set up, you may not get all the money that you're due. <laughs> and so Therefore, you might not make like produce good music like a full album. So I just like to buy full albums. I don't know. It's, uh, it's. I, I'm you know me. I'm I like I won't stand up for like I'm the I, if I'm the only one that's protesting. I'll be the only one protesting. But I think you know you got to stand for something, even if you're the only one standing.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, in this season, I actually I I forgot I was paying for Apple Music, so I. I honestly would plan to cancel it before the three months, but then they just took it out, and then I was just like, dang, I might as well keep it, because I use it. So, it, they kind of got me on accident. They got me with the first three months, and then I was they sucker in.
1: Now you're stuck. Stuck like Chuck. Yeah, so. Now, it's a good service, though. I, I think I want to switch to Apple Music, because it just make everything more seamless, but Google. Yeah, because
0: you could tell Siri, just start playing um... I went to hear some rain the other day. I was like, "Play Carl Thomas, Summer rain," and it just started playing.
1: Yeah, say. see, that's dope. See, I, I, I don't know. We'll see. This uh, seven ninety nine that I pay as opposed to nine ninety nine. Although it's just two dollars, it sounds real good. That's twenty four dollars a year that I ain't got to worry about. So
0: you done multiply that savings times twelve. All right, <laughs> somebody went to school for finance. <laughs> Look here. <laughs> You say, That's
1: so, a getting into the scroll this week, this week in the scroll, I'm not sure how many people actually sat through this long, long, long Benghazi hearing that took place on Thursday. But it ended up being a total of 11 hours. They started at 10 a.m. They finished at 9, 8, 9 p.m. Of a bunch of random, well, I want to say random questions, right? Some of the questions were... Focused on Benghazi and Some when I say some I mean like A few but at the end Of the hearing we learned nothing different There was nothing that came out Of it that was beneficial To Anybody one of the things I kept hearing was that You know the American people deserves The right to know X Y and Z the American people deserves The right to know this as an American person I learned nothing new that we didn't already Know Nothing gave me any type of comfort to say that, oh, well, you know, this is exactly what happened that caused, you know, th- this, this breakdown in communication or this is what happened. I didn't learn anything. It was completely wasted. It was a complete waste of time and a waste of our taxpayer dollars. So, yeah, I was just really annoyed by the whole thing. I kept tweeting about it yesterday because I was like firing off going in. I was yeah, like, I this saw you.
0: You, was, you was real active on the feed.
1: Look. It was ridic- ridiculous. Like I'm just like, guys, and you at this point you can't even justify. It. Like it is, it's a partisan political witch hunt for absolutely no reason.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get into it.
0: Yeah, and it, I I think that's their attempt to get her off um, the campaign trail. But I don't think it's like they they took a picture and somebody put unbothered under it it's as a caption and i was yeah. like yeah she looks like she handles herself well she she's very good under pressure
1: so i, would I say that I giving to her too because if it's it, she 11 hours yo i mean a total of 10 hours if you consider like she had a break or what have you but like she was just chilling she really was just like i'm good like and i mean there were sometimes at some some moments where you could see that she was kind of like, okay, uh, okay. We're going to do this guys. But like overall to be there, shout out to, uh, secretary Clinton because she, she held it. She held her own. She was good.
0: Yeah. And other news this week, this, um, Bree Newsome, her, um, her and Tim, uh, well, their names are Bowman. Now Tim and Bo, uh, Tim and Bree. um, Bowman now, um, they both were virgins when they got married and at her wedding, she presented her father, a, a certificate of purity and, um, something signed by her doctor saying her hymen was intact. Um, and she said that's because as a teenager, she t- her dad had a talk with her about purity and, um, she made a commitment to stay pure until she got married and she just wanted to show She wanted to present that to her dad. And she did that at the wedding. And social media got a hold of it. Because it was 3,000 people at her wedding. And it was live streamed. um, At her... The
1: wedding wedding was live streamed?
0: Yeah. It was was live streamed for people who couldn't come. Because she got a lot of friends. She was like a blogger. A popular blogger too. So... But I don't know if the reception was live stream. I think that's where she presented it to him. So the reception, I think just the wedding service was live stream. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think she meant for it to go viral, but apparently she's been getting hate mail. And because she people were like hating on her. And I'm just like, guys, if she wants to present this to her dad, it's her wedding. Like, why does why is this even a thing? Like, why are y'all hating on this girl? Just let her be.
1: That was exactly my. I saw. I just saw the article, not even click on it until you know you brought it up. Like, I I just kept saying to myself, why is this a thing? Why? Why? Did, number one, I don't care. <laughs> she ain't my daughter. <laughs> number two. Why is this a thing? Like, why are we talking about it? Like, it's wonderful that she and I'm again, I'm not knocking anybody that chooses or that has been able to do that. I applaud you. I think it's incredible. I think it's great that if you've, you know, been able to say, hey, look, I made a commitment to myself that I'm going to save myself until I'm married. And you were able to uphold that. I think it's great. By all means, do it. But why are we talking about it? Why is this news? Why do I care? Why does that a And
0: why 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 does me? it why are you spending your precious time sending this girl hate mail? Like what you don't have anything better to do with your life?
1: Internet trolls though.
0: <laughs> I'm just the like, let this girl made live. With
1: more gangsters than anywhere else. Like literally people get Does that really make you
0: that insecure?
1: I don't even I think it's honestly just people. Yeah, because people feel like, oh, maybe this is something like they wanted to do or they feel bad because, you know, I wish that I had my virginity. Before. I don't know. People Sometimes I, I think some people just literally don't have lives and they think that it's like, oh, you know what? I'm finna just go in. I'm going to go in the comments. Like, usually, I stop reading comments for a lot of stuff. If it's something like extremely controversial, I won't even look at the comments because oftentimes it's disgusting. And then, they're, like, if you ever click on a per- these people's page like page. <laughs> Cause I think it was somebody some celebrity had said like, you know, I think it was Monica. She said something like, if you look on these people pages and then you you like, oh, you only have like um a few followers. Head crack from Ricky Smiley said that. He was like, usually when you click on these people pages, they look really depressed and you like, oh man, this is why you're <laughs> you know, sitting here commenting on somebody else's life. And I have done that a number of times and been like yep that's exactly why here's why you're sitting here commenting on somebody else's life because like you got all of 50 followers um all of your pictures are you from neck up which means that you're like selfish it's all selfies you have all these comments about oh when you look pretty or if i'm so pretty that people hate on me or all this other stuff. It's all stuff that's like you you know, Yeah. Your life ain't together.
0: Yeah. If you always posting pictures about you being hating on and people don't like you and people against you, there's a good chance it's not wrong with you.
1: If you always posting uh about <laughs> not having no friends and, and oh, I don't you know, I don't I don't need friends. I'm me, I rock solo, I don't need nobody to make me happy, you have a problem. You yeah. Know yeah. If
0: you gotta give us a notice when you cut people off on social media. Oh, I'm delete. My favorite one is I'm about to clean up my friend list.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Who cares? Just do it. Who cares? Or people that post like, if I don't talk to you ever in three months. Why are you on my social media page? You should not be on my page. If you happen to notice that you no longer see me on your timeline, know that I deleted you because this was an irrelevant. It is called the Facebook you are supposed to get on the book and look at folks' faces. It don't say that it's called the conversation book. It ain't <laughs> called the reach out and touch book. It ain't called the talk to me on a frequently basis book. It's called the Facebook book which means I log on, I see your face, I log off. It's, that's what we want to do. That's the whole premise and the idea. So, like, these people that be bent out of shape of, oh, you'll never comment on none of my pictures. I've had a, a few people tell me that. Like, you never comment or like any of my pictures. And I'll be honest, I probably didn't see any of your pictures. <laughs> like, because if it doesn't, especially on, like, Facebook, if it don't show up, Within the first couple minutes, I mean, the first couple of, like, stories, I'm kind of on. I scroll down maybe twice, two to three times. Then I scroll back up, and then I'm off. That's what it is. Yeah, people, all that to say, folk get a life. Find something else to do. Leave folk alone. If this lady wants to give her dad a purity certificate, kudos to her. Clap your hands. You know, shake a tail feather and say, "Hey, look, congratulations and keep it moving, like, yeah, whatever. who cares? yeah, exactly. about as bad as this whole Lamar Odom and Chloe Kardashian thing. Apparently, they're supposed to be back together. Mm-hmm. you know, I don't know i I am the person that I would admit. I struggle when it comes to seeing the Kardashians as real people. (laughs) And I say that in all seriousness. Like, I realize that some of the things that we would consider. So I'll give you guys a premise. On the Ricky Smiley Morning Show this week, they were having, this past week, they were having a conversation about is it is chloe kardashian really getting back with lamar odom because she loves him or is this like another publicity stunt right i'll be the first to tell you every time i hear something coming from that camp from that family from that circle immediately i'm like you're just trying to you know it's a publicity stunt you're just trying to get more media you're trying to get more coverage and it's not, I hate people always like, oh, you hating on them. I'm not hating on these folks, right? But I just personally, I never, I don't think about like, I, I struggle with thinking about them as real because everything is so like, look at me, look at me. Here's what I'm doing. More cameras, more photos. And I'm just like, guys, what do you have that's personal to you? At what moment do you value? Like, you know what, my relationship is personal is is sacred so i'm gonna keep certain things just between us my family is sacred there's certain things that i'm gonna keep just between us i'm every time that i go out i'm i'm not trying to create a scene or tell you guys everything i'm gonna leave some things you know for just myself and my family or myself and the person that i'm with or whatever like i i don't see that so i'm always just like what um but they were talking and they were basically saying that like The only reason that she divorced Lamar Odom is because he became an addict. Mm -hmm. And so it's like when she saw that he's dying, honestly, you don't when people leave a person because they're on drugs or they're addict, they don't lose love for them. They don't know. It's not that they don't they don't they hate the person. They no longer want to be with the person. They honestly still love the person. They just realize that it's This person has to get better in order for us to be together. So as they were explaining to her, and I think it was Brat that was saying that she was, like, explaining it. To me, I was like, oh, man, wait. I just realized they are still people, though. Like... She is still like a real person and it does kind of make sense. Although I'm like, they only probably showed up. They showed up with cameras so they can have it as a part of the show. So more people can watch to see what happened and really see what Lamar looked like and what really, you know, get more into his business, which isn't productive. But I'm like, I keep forgetting. Like the reality is, I guess this chick really does have feelings and like, she's a real person. So she legit could really love this man. And like, has only left and been with all these other people because she was trying to find like fill that void cuz that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know that's something that we know like it, what it is. So I don't know, I keep I don't want to say I keep I'm like on offense about it, but when thinking about it, thinking about like Ricky Smiley's question, they're like, "Do you really think that she's doing this because she loves him or is she doing this because this is going to help boost ratings of the show?" And I'm like, "Huh? You know, I don't really know." I
0: I think she's, I think it's coming from a sincere place. I think, I think tragedy has a way of bringing people together because there's this whole idea of, you know, understanding that we're not going to live forever. And even though we know we're not, you know, day to day, you could kind of, you don't really think about dying. Right. And you don't really, when you have like these beefs with people or you have like, you know, tension and relationships or like they're going through a divorce. You don't think about like this person cannot be on earth tomorrow. And I think that reality kind of sobers your thinking and you think like, what are we really fighting about? Like, is this something that's that important that can't be resolved? Because this person could not be here today. And I think that or tomorrow is that kind of sobers your thinking and, you know, causes you to give it another try.
1: See, that's a good way of thinking. And I I mean, I kind of want to all the tents of being, you know, optimistic. I kind of want to say that I just I guess I just think like, man, at what point in time I've seen other reality TV stars say, you know, there's certain things I want to keep away. There's certain things at some point in time. I'm like, look, turn the cameras off. This is not we got to handle some stuff for real, for real. And maybe that's what's made the Kardashians so successful—the fact that they don't say, "Turn the cameras off." Maybe that's why people love it. I don't know. I, I just sometimes it's like, man, I don't really know if I can believe y'all when y'all say y'all struggling or going through something because it's like you just you just pay for all this crap. You just doing <laughs> this. For you,
0: like. Y'all drama is y'all y'all money. Y'all yeah, bread and butter. Just,
1: and I'm like, you got all that money? Pay somebody to fix it. Oh well, <laughs> 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 bigger deal.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, unfortunately, this week, there was another shooting at um, Tennessee State in Nashville. Um, it was three people um, involved. Two were injured. One was killed. And I'm just like, it's just like so much. It's happening with so much regularity. It's just like another college shooting. Um it's just like, what, how are we going to, what are we going to do to kind of help with this?
1: Yeah. Those, these things, the uncomfortable part is that it has become, it's it's like something that it's no longer a shock. It's no longer something that you say, you know, oh my gosh, what happened? Where did this come from? It's kind of one of those things that you're just like, ah, oh, man, like, It's normal and you don't want to hear it. And I struggle and battle with being okay, like not being as disturbed because I'm, I I sat there and I was like, you know, it's so bad, but you kind of like become numb to hearing about it. Like it is just like somebody just said, oh, there was a car accident, right? Mm-hmm. It's a tragedy that you don't want to hear about and you don't want it to happen. But the reality of it is, it's kind of like you hear so often that you're no longer emotionally moved in that sense mm-hmm. um, because you've heard it happen before. And I, I I don't know. I, I it's, it's, it's bad. Cause I was kind of like, I kind of, Fight, fight and beat myself up for it and it's like dang I don't want to be insensitive but it's like man this has really become something that we hear week to week like we keep hearing it over and over again and that's that's just not good
0: mm-hmm. yeah very true so yeah we're gonna take a break before we dive into this week's main dish
1: that's it for the squirrel we will be back <laughs>
0: Money house eating right Money house becketin uh, night You'll see the light uh, Key the light uh, uh, yeah. 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 Money house becketin light Money house becketin right Money house beck Money house beck Yeah It's time for our main dish Our main dish
1: you <laughs> <laughs> singing that you do that's you know
0: Because it always makes me think of main shit So I try to channel my inner Chris Brown and do something. So
1: the main dish is your main chick, okay?
0: Well, no, because I don't.
1: Well, you know what I mean. I'm not saying like you. Come on.
0: Yeah. You know, but you have to clarify because people take sound bites and run with them.
1: If y'all look here, I was going to say something real ignorant, but never mind.
0: Don't say it. We we trying to keep brunch culture. We don't need them to take us out the air, even though we still
1: produce. I was gonna say, look here,
0: we are on, we are on
1: You bought and renovated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't nobody come for us? Hey,
1: look here. You ain't buy this. I did. I spend my money monthly. Hey, About I get on my job like I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I know this has <laughs> nothing to do with the main dish, but Roy Wood Junior has a um uh prank call with a lady about social security. I it's the best prank call ever. That's she's saying that she be like, they better get our job like I got <laughs> work like I do. That's my that's my job. But
0: you know Lavelle Crawford, that's your favorite uh yeah, favorite comedian. You know he got his own iHeart Radio. I didn't know they had comedy iHeart Radio. Like I was listening to Kevin Hart and it just showed snippets of their stand up all all day play snippets. Okay. Yep. yep. So I yes. didn't know. So I was like, let me tell Randall, but you already knew. So yep. never mind. I guess I just got something new. I
1: actually got this was when I was uh still back in Florida and I was working and I was listening to um Some station and I kept literally laughing out loud so much so to the point that, like, one of my colleagues came on and was like, are you okay? And I was like, I got to stop listening to this because I can't help but laugh. Like, some more, it's my favorite female comedian, and Lavelle Cross is my favorite male comedian. Those two people, I'm literally floored all the time laughing at them. So, yeah, I it's you got to listen to it in the right places. It's dangerous if you don't.
0: Yeah. So, you know, don't get fired or anything. Like Randall almost did. <laughs> but this week we want to talk about the key to life, money, power, respect. Um, in the words of La Uh, we don't think the key to life is money, money power, power respect. respect.
1: Money, power, respect. <laughs> money, power, respect. That's on that's on it's a good song
0: though. It's raw. Made me think of this uh this week. I was um looking at the news. I mean, no. I wasn't looking at news because I don't watch news that much anymore, but I was um, scrolling and um, on Facebook, and I saw the news about uh, the board of trustees situation at FAMU and how their uh, the head of the, the chairman of the board resigned after trying to he basically held to well the vice chair actually motioned that the chairman and the president be fired. But there was like this tension and they were trying to like, you know, just have a quick vote to fire the president, which would have caused all kinds of legal, um, um, legal issues because this, you can't do that. They were like Mm -hmm. going over the rules and he ended up uh, the, the student body actually um, petitioned, and they had a rally at the school and they wanted him to step down. Um and they got their wish cuz he stepped down today. And it was just funny somebody wrote a commentary from um uh, the Tallahassee on the Tallahassee Democrat which is their newspaper and they were like it said that they felt like he was so um in love with having power that he put having power over um the university being successful. Um, mm. And I just thought that that was an interesting thought. Like it was more about power and not about the university. Um, right. And the students realized that. And that's why they wanted him to step down. Cause it's like, dude, you're on a power trip. And the way you're talking to the, um, the way you're talking to the president and it was a, another female on, 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 on the board that he really talked down to. And they were like, you could tell that it was just like, he felt like, you know, I could do what I want to do. Cause I'm the chairman. And right. sometimes you're the, being on a power trip, kind of that ego kind of is your demise. In this case, I'm sure that position was important to him. Um, and he ended up losing it because he had, he let his pride get the best of him. And I think that's such a necessary lesson we need to learn. Like, hey, sometimes you need to humble yourself and say, hey, you know, I could still he could have very well. He could have probably still had his position had he kind of just stepped back and let the president have some of the power, you know, and not try to run everything.
1: Right. Yeah. So I think I think that's one of the things. When we talk about money, power, respect, right? So, one of the things that we all want is money because we have money, we have access to, you know, nice things, we're able to travel and, you know, just be successful. One of the biggest definitions of success for a lot of people, especially in our country, is money. The amount of money you have, you know, is used as a baseline for how successful you are. Power, it's the same way. We all want power right because we have this idea we follow dame dash we have this idea that you you a boss Mm. you don't have no boss nobody call another (laughs) (laughs) nobody call (laughs) a man a boss like you you can't be my boss i don't work for nobody i work for my, my own self so and you know i'm just using this whole thing of we all think that like we get money and then we get power, and then that is the answer to everything, right We're all just facing that we're I mean chasing that. we all just really, really want it. and I think when you start to focus on having those two, you literally start to lose a lot about yourself. you start to lose a lot of things within yourself, and you also honestly forego. lot of morals in a sense just because you're solely focused on that it's not a knock money is having money i'm I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to tell you like oh you need to be broke absolutely not like (laughs) money is an important factor like you know what i'm saying you want to have enough money to take care of yourself and whatever chase your goals like if you're successful oftentimes money comes with that and that's fine Um, But when that is your sole purpose or when power being on this power trip and this power strip of just having power, when that's the only focal point, you find yourself falling because or you find yourself, you know, compromising who you once were, who you are or, you know, your your moral code because you're just trying to hang on to those things because it it is it's something that is. You once you get it, you feel like you can't lose it. And once when you want it so bad, and for a lot of people that are coming from places of, you know, I'm coming from a space of I didn't have much. So when I get something, it's like, oh no, you know, I gotta prove to the world that I'm the best and prove to the world that I can get it. And it's like honestly focusing on that is where the problems come and that's where it caused a problem. And I think it's something that we have to be mindful of, you know, as young professionals. Um, Because we are on this rise. We all have dreams and goals and we all want to be great and we want to be successful. So we want the money and we want to be influential. So, you know, we want that power. But if we really just focus on that, you lose it. Um, I know thinking about even like myself and my own journey. One of the things I realized, I realized in undergrad being an involved, like being a student leader. One of the things I realized was that like. Honestly, being in this leadership role, being in a power position, having influence, if you will, in my mind, I always created that to me. This means I have to work like (laughs) this, honestly, taking this position. While I do have the ability to talk to people every week, I have the ability to speak to people every week. I'm in meetings every week. I'm sitting in meetings with the student with students. I'm sitting in meetings with faculty members. You know, I'm planning and organizing events. And my ideas are being chopped up on the table and stuff like that. I'm honestly signing up to really do a lot of work. And then, like, my line of what I wanted to do, being in, like, public service, it's like, honestly, those those things are great, but those come at a cost. And the cost is, like, a lot of times I'm not getting sleep. A lot of times I'm, like, doing what's best for the majority as opposed to what I actually think is best or what I want to do. Like, sometimes I want to go to sleep, but I got to show up and work. And I think that people have to realize that, if, you fo- if you're focusing on, like, being something, being purposeful and, like, where your purpose is, then that's how you, like, not get lost. And that's what you should be focusing on as opposed to just being like, you know, I just want to get, I'm just trying to get paid. I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to get, get get all the paper that I can. Like, if it ain't about money, it ain't about nothing. I'm, just, you know, I mean, I think we, again, money has a place in a space. But it's like, if you just focusing on that, you set yourself up for failure, yo. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's just like you you're not you're never going to be satisfied in that. Like those things, money and power never satisfy. It's the relationships that we have with people that bring the most fulfillment. What we give to people, you know, um
1: the absolute most. Mm-hmm. I heard Jay-Z say that um and I, I I it was one of the things for me growing up, I thought, you know, my way out of the hood was going to be to be an entertainer and be famous. That's why I thought my my out was, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember being in college and oftentimes wrestling within myself or talking to my ex-girlfriend and saying, I can't wait till I'm successful. I want to be successful. I want to be successful. And I remember her always saying, like, you are successful. And I'm like, Psh. I'm not successful. I got a lot of work to do. Like, nobody knows me. And she's like, well, you know, you've done this on campus and you've done this and you've done that. And look within this organization, like you have this position and you have that position and you're doing all this great stuff. And none of it I was able to see because for me, it's like, I got to be famous. I got to be known throughout the entire world. And I remember watching this interview with Jay-Z and he was like, but what does this mean? What does fame mean? What does money mean? what does it mean it's don't get me wrong you know it's good to have money it's good to be able to say i don't have to worry about money so that's one stress i don't have to worry about but along with having money i got to worry about People trying to come for my life. I got to worry about people trying to come for my wife's life. I got to worry about people trying to come for, you know, my 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 child's life at the point he didn't have it. He, like, they hadn't had kids, but it's like, I got to worry about, you know, somebody trying possibly coming for my child's life. I got to protect my family, my friends. Like, Here's a lot of additional stress that I got to worry about as a result of this money. And at the end of the day, if I have just this money and I have nobody that cares about me personally, if I have only people that care about me because of the amount of money that I have, honestly, what do I really have? If I'm able to have all this money and I, at the end of the day, when I lay down, I don't have somebody that I can turn to and say, thank you for loving me in spite of, thank you for believing in me, whether I got a million dollars or $2. Like if you haven't built authentic relationships and you haven't been able to enjoy life and live and learn and mature, what does that mean? Oh, a bunch of people know my name. And like, I think it was, I want to say it was Marilyn Monroe. He referenced like, you know. I Because Marilyn Monroe, she died of, like, a drug overdose, right? hmm I think it was Marilyn Monroe. He was like, you know, Marilyn Monroe. Still to this day, people talk about Marilyn Monroe, but all they do is talk about her. She died lo- alone of a drug overdose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alone of a drug overdose. Years later, she's still iconic. People still dress up like her. People still reverence her as like, you know, a fashion icon and like the first vixen and being sexy and doing all this stuff for women. And, you know, oh, she's so great. And when I say doing stuff for women, I mean doing stuff in terms of like allowing women to express their sexuality and things like that. And so people talk about her, but the individual, the person as herself, I'm quite sure if she had the option, she would say, you know what? I just kind of wish that while I was alive, I had somebody that I actually felt like loved me for me. And like, I didn't have to make these sacrifices. I wish that I was able to enjoy life because now like I'm dead and yeah, people know my name, but like, yo, I died of a drug overdose by myself. Mm -hmm. what the freak is that you know Mm -hmm. so that's just that was something that hearing like jay-z say that like that was something that set that resonated with me and made me say like you know what i gotta check myself because i will miss life and i will miss things and i'll be doing all this stuff trying to be famous and then like i may be famous but at the end of the day i'll be unhappy as crap because it don't mean nothing Mm -hmm. great
0: yeah. And I, I heard um, a, a preacher say uh, last week, I was listening to a message. She was like, so, so many times we admire people thinking they're successful when we're really admiring dysfunction.
1: That's good.
0: He was <laughs> like, you think these people are uber successful? Like they're doing all this and they're successful, but they're really sometimes overcompensating. They're really Working so much because they don't want to deal with past pain and you're like I want to be like them and it's like you're admiring dysfunction and thinking that success and I think like what you were saying about Marilyn Monroe it's obviously there was a level of dysfunction there and Drug, you know with drugs and things and loneliness and self-medication and it's like people want to be somebody and they don't want to be themselves and exactly. I, w- I was listening to um jay-z this week because i've been just um listening to some old interviews of his because i think he's a brilliant um entrepreneur and um he said that um he was saying it's so it's so sad when he sees people that succeed at being something else like they they started putting the image out there for the world and people bought it and they were like I love this about you and but that's not really them so then they get trapped into being what they presented because they want that love and that fame and the accolades that they got from that presentation so now they're stuck and they hate and he's like I'm, I'm observing artists all the time who hate and feel and who hate themselves who hate their what they feel accomplished because what they've accomplished was not who they really were. So they're not, they're not achieving success being themselves. They're achieving success being who they thought other people wanted them to be. And so, I mean, how many people we have to ask ourselves, how many people are we admiring that actually are themselves? Because, you know, sometimes you could be looking at an image that people've created and they got to live up to the image of the person. And that's, that's a miserable life that's draining even to have mil- like jay said have millions of dollars and success but you're succeeding at being somebody else so you can't be you can never be yourself
1: exactly you always got to turn on you always got to put this 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 face forward of like this is me this is who i am and like that's not authentically you and <laughs> you can't break that mold, which is really unsad. It's like really sad. Like if you break out of that or attempt to break out of that, you'll potentially lose your livelihood. You lose money, right? Mm-hmm. You lose, you know, the thing that you you fought to get, which was this money, which was this power. Like, um, and ultimately we're we're talking about money and power, but I think when we talk about respect, you know, authentic respect, right? Like, so you respect me for who I am naturally not like you respect me because I got the money or I have this perception or this perceived power. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that are in places of quote unquote power, it's very perceived power because the reality is they can't make a move by themselves. Mm -hmm. They can't do something, you know, that goes completely against the grain of what the general consensus is. You oftentimes have to run with You know what other people are doing. So when you think about like, oh, I have so much respect. I have this respect. You have this respect from this group of people because you have a certain dollar amount. Mm It's countless times when people have killed themselves or, you know, been extremely depressed because they were a part of these like elite social groups because of the amount of money that they obtained. And the minute that they lost that money, those people stopped dealing with them. That's again, why I I realized for myself and one thing that I've, I've learned here recently, like a lot within the past year, I've learned that I don't really care. I enjoy knowing people and I, I, I'm thankful that I've been fortunate or blessed enough to be able to like connect with people and have conversations with people and have like a number of people that i'm like yo i know you're cool like if i were to go to your city i can hang out with you or if i go to certain places oftentimes usually when i'm going somewhere i'm like oh i know somebody in that city i'm gonna stay at i'm gonna stay at their house and just like hang out with them like i'm thankful that i have that type of network but I'm not a person that's, like, looking for... I don't really care about I want to be popular. I don't really care about, like, oh, you know, I want... I want to walk into the brunch and everybody in the room know me and like they my quote unquote friends. Because of one thing I've realized is that people do this and they they a lot of these people have empty lives. Right. <laughs> people are like, oh, I know all these people. You got all these like Instagram friends. But then when you like really going through something, none of those people are there. You don't feel like you can really talk, for the, talk to these people. These people really don't have your back. You're going through something, something happens and something that you're embarrassed about that you wouldn't want to share with anybody. And You're like, oh, I have nobody that I could share this with. Wait, what? But you have all these quote unquote friends. And I think that I take that in a sense and nothing against I think network is an important. It's great to know people. It's great to, you know, have these networks. But I think when the focal point becomes, I want to have this wide, extensive range of People that I can call friends when the reality is these people aren't your friends. And it's not because, you know, everybody is trying to be uh, this shark that just wants to take from you or everybody's like vicious or horrible people. The reality is you can't have 30 best friends. You can't and you can't have, you know, 30 super duper close friends because what it takes, at least for myself, what it takes to be somebody's friend is like, you know, I'm in the game with you. We hanging out and like we're doing life together. So like when things are good, I'm there. When things are bad, I'm there. When things are OK, I'm there. Like I can't do that for everybody unless I ain't got no job. <laughs> like, ain't it,
0: got you can only work. you can only give yourself to one or two people. That's why I think you can only be best friends with one or two people because it, it takes so much of yourself to be, from my definition of it, it takes so much of yourself to be there. You know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to ride with you. You know, I'll talk to you as long as you need to. That takes all of you to give that and I can't get that to 30 people.
1: Exactly. And it's like, and it and it's again, and those people will respect you. You can get this respect from other people without like trying to just be the person that I want to be on the scene so that it appears that in photos, I got all of these friends because it's just it's so empty and it just doesn't matter. And so I listen to Uh, uh, People that are successful I listen to people like your Jay-Z's Or you know or, Or an Oprah Winfrey Or somebody that will say I remember even too Like Monica was doing a recent interview And she was talking about that And saying like You know I'm not so I'm not so focused on having Industry friends as much as i'm focused on having genuine friends <laughs> like
0: quality over quantity I, yeah
1: exactly like if you are a solid person and i can truly you know count on you if i need you or you're somebody that maybe and you again we I, we talked about this before but you have friends for multiple things so like let's say you're a friend that sings and I sing right you might just be my friend that's really good at music and we get together we talk about music or you know you challenge me to be better at, at music you can still be my friend and I can have 30 people like that you guys are my friends but my goal is not like I'm just trying to just be your friend just because I'm getting something from you or or you know what you just oh I, I want to know this person because they know it's like nah you're a solid person you're a good person I'm focused on having good people in my life. I'm not focused on like, oh, I just owe everybody, their grandma just so that I can be able to post to my Instagram that I got a million and ten friends. That's whack. Like, that's stupid, yo. Like, get over it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's just, you know, it's it's the it's it's the mindset of I want to show people. It's, it's this mindset where I got to prove something to people. I need people to respect me and realizing that people can smell um, fake from a mile away Um, and people really respect authenticity and character yeah, and integrity. If you want to really gain respect, you got to work hard. You gotta, you gotta be a person of character. You gotta be integrous. You, you know, you have to be a person of character and you'll gain respect. You can, you can carry yourself in a way and you could treat people in such a way where they're like, Oh, I respect you. They might not agree with everything you do, but you'll have their respect. You know, that there's a way you could treat people. There's a way you could talk to people that, you know, that when they leave your presence, they respect you and you don't have to have money or power. You just have to be a person of character. And I think that's what we miss. We think we got to prove somebody Oh, I got to take a picture with this car. I got to take a picture with these people, you know, right. for me to gain people's respect and what people really respect is character. And I think that's what our generation forgets because of social media.
1: Yeah. We just want to honestly, we just want to photo to say, yeah, <laughs> but it's like, honestly, all of this to say, yo, like money, power, respect, those things will come when you are really just being like, authentic an authentic person being authentic about like following pursuing purpose and not being so caught up on just having these things because you think that money is the end all be all like
0: and you have to honest- ask yourself why do you want this why do you want power why do you want money what are you going do do
1: to do exactly what are you going to be able to do to it do with it like This power is a vehicle to achieve a purpose. This money is a vehicle to achieve a purpose you should always want respect like i just, like whatever level you are whether you got 2 dollars or whether you got 200,000 dollars where i come from respect is important so you should always demand respect give respect to other people but you know maintain a level of respect but if you're wanting the respect that looks like oh, people like revere me because of the money and the power i have what are you going what do you need that for what are you going to use it for right or if you're, you if you're looking for this thing because It gives you validation or it makes you feel like you're somebody that's problematic. And I've known people like that that have wanted these things because it gives them a validation that they refuse to acknowledge that that's what it is. And it's like, honestly, yo, like that's why you are corrupt. That's why you have all these issues because you're looking for something to validate who you are as a person. You're looking for these things for that without saying, you know what? Honestly, like, I have a problem and I need to I need to shift some things or sh- some things up because when it comes down to it, I'm making moves to try to be in this space that I feel like, oh, I'm the top dog and I'm the number one. When the reality is, don't nobody really give a sh- about me <laughs> when something happens. So, like. And you You know know
0: what I've discovered too? That's so sad. I think a lot of us want money and power to prove something to somebody who didn't believe in us. And that's that's dangerous because I can't, you can't even enjoy your success because you got You waiting to see, did they see it? Oh, did they see this picture? Oh, they said I wasn't going to be nothing. I hope I need to take this picture. So they'll see like, just enjoy what you have. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. The reality
1: it- is them people probably ain't even paying attention to you no more. And they'd have forgotten that they told you that even said that. Like,
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't Go waste on, your on, life on. trying to prove that is that they don't even, like Randall said, they don't even remember they told you you weren't gonna be nothing.
1: Move <laughs> on, yo. Just move on. I right. gotta
0: prove to my t- first grade teacher who told me I wasn't gonna be nothing. Don't yeah, worry like,
1: about that. Now, if you run into your first grade grade teacher, I am I ain't opposed to you stunting on her. Like, you know, if you, you riding around, you know, in a Benz and she got a Kia and you roll up to the side of her and toot the horn and be like, what up? You know, you remember me. I'm not opposed to that because your first grade teacher told you that. But, like, if you're just trying to get the Benz, just so, you know, you can you can purposely drive by this school to see if she still worked there so you can happen to run into her. Now, that's too much energy, man. <laughs> like, you, you got to transfer that energy to something else. Like. Just
0: enjoy it. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, like... just thank God that you... You were You were able to achieve past people's expectations she and did. move on with your life. Because you'll be a prisoner trying to prove to people. You always got to post something on, on social media. You always got to do something. Because you're trying to prove yourself to people who you think hating on you. I got to show my haters. And it's just like, no, you don't. Just live life. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> Just live life and you'll be fine. So, um,
1: yeah, y'all let us, y'all hit us up with, uh, and let us know what you think about money, power, respect. Have you thought to yourself, have you, uh, considered, you know, with this whole discussion, what do you think about it? Let us know. And then just like, how do you, what do you fit in that whole space? What is something that you're chasing? Have you considered your, your thoughts on money, power, respect? There are some people that honestly, could care less about money could care less about you know I want power some people just really want to live life and I think those people are great and I admire those people and honestly, there are some people that are like, you know what I really want to be in a powerful place, which is nothing wrong with that, but what do you intend to do with it and what's your motivating factor to have it? I think that's the that's the thing that you want to check and that's the thing that We want you guys to consider and hit us up and let us know.
0: Yeah, always ask yourself why. Before you post on social media before you do anything, say why am I doing this? And maybe you'll find out the real reason is not what you thought in the first place.
1: Dope. And we'll be back.
0: Time for our toast or to roast.
1: Toast or roast. So I'll kick it off. Do you want me to kick it off or you want to kick it off, Lisa? Go ahead.
0: Alright,
1: I'll just I just have a quick toast to the incredible, the incomparable representative Elijah Cummings. Um, We talked earlier about the hearings, the uh, Benghazi hearings that happened on Thursday and everything that was happening, you know, all the scrutiny that um, Hillary Clinton was receiving and, you know, the craziness, the back and forth. But this one gentleman (laughs) that... There's a. I tweeted it out. I'll, I'll actually tweet it out to the Brunch Culture page. There's a clip of Elijah Cummings, you know, coming to, which he did throughout the entire hearing. I don't want to say even coming to the defense, but just bringing some reality to what was really, really going on. Um, with this entire hearing and, you know, what the the, the the whole idea of this special committee getting together and, you know, what the uh, Republican committee members when they, and they're in their questioning what they were trying to do. He literally like called them out, slap, 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 slap in on them. Um, and honestly, was just really shedding light and offering some bomb support to Hillary Clinton. But he said some things about us being better as Americans, America being better than, you know, having this partisan committee come together for partisan reasons that really was not going to reveal anything additional, really wasn't going to serve a purpose. And honestly, I just have to toast to him because to me, he is the true example of somebody that is here to get the job done. And it's like, look, if this is not going to benefit the American people, why are we here? What are we doing? We all here and getting paid, right? Mm-hmm. So what what is being here going to do for the American people besides drain more of their money into our pockets? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing it. Like, and I just I, I was so yo, he is he's really like that that old uncle that keep it real, or like, like some of our older frat brothers that are just like, look, I'm finna give it to you straight, no chaser, like this is what it is. You know, you can take it or leave it. If you salty about it, that means you need to check yourself. But I'm just gonna give you the reality. I'm cutting the bull. It is what it is. And yo, I have to toast to Elijah Cummings because he he yo he's that dude. He did that. So toast to Elijah Cummings.
0: Yeah, shout out. I saw it. He was so passionate. So shout out to him. That's my dude. Um. Well, you're 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 toasting your party. I'm roasting mine. Um. Yes. So the Bush administration, I mean, not administration, their uh, campaign. Uh, They find out that they are wasting a lot of money. One, I think it's like 1.3 million went to the campaign manager. Um, It's just like, guys, what are we doing? You're you're they're outspending any other campaign and trailing. It, it hasn't helped them. They're going to have to cut consulting and staff by a significant amount. I'm like, you think like, at what point did we say this wasn't working? We just got to this point to say it wasn't working. Right. Like it just, and, and they're saying we're going to focus on TV campaigns. Who watches TV? A lot of people don't watch TV, especially if you want to energize the young vote or rally the young vote around you. Um, social media, like, just like I, I, just don't understand why our party is still using these old methods and not paying attention to what the uh, president and first lady—they've oh, given you the template on how to to connect with culture. What is going on? Why are we not doing it? You, if 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 first lady Michelle Obama partnered with King Bach to do a campaign, which is a, a social media comedian. He makes the videos. If if she understands that, why why are you missing it? You need to partner with people who have who are gatekeepers in the culture in order to rally people around your campaign. You can't use these these ancient te- um this ancient framework mediums to 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 connect to people. I mean, at least have some at least have some campaign ads on Scandal. How to get away with murder, you know, and Lord knows this. They trying to reach the black folk. Gosh, you got to get better. Can we can we just can we just have some better strategies? You see a partner with some some black people that are popular in culture. Um. Well, and maybe they don't have any. It, well, they might not have any celebrities that are black that are Republicans. No, it's not. No, I'm saying Michael yeah, Jordan. No, it's a, there's
1: a number. There are a number.
0: Of, I don't um, know why they don't use Michael Jordan. He might not want to do it. I know he's a Republican.
1: Yeah, you got the a Jordans. Of,
0: there are a number of. Uh, Isn't celebrity. Denzel a Republican?
1: I'm not. I'm. I don't know about.
0: I mean, he's, but those are the people that they need to be reaching out to and let them lead a charge for the to rattle the black vote. Because that's how. Look at the, what the president, first lady do. They they partner with. Popular celebrities.
1: That's too much like right though. You know, I know this is your role, so I'm gonna let you have it. But it just, I just have to say, it's too much like right.
0: Gosh, y'all just gotta get some better marketing strategies. I just do something because you're never gonna change your perception. And Lord Bush don't got a chance. He he just need to get out. It's it's not he his connection. His time is past. <laughs> just can't tell people to vote for Rubio and get it out. Get out because it's not happening. Because Lord knows. Well Donald Trump thankfully he's he's going down in the polls in Iowa. He said he, he got humble real quick. He was like you know you just got to work hard you know. So um, work a little bit harder. So yeah. That's my that's my roast. I'm frustrated <laughs> with my party for their strategy. It's just it's... Go Rubio.
1: They are your party so you know hey
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling for <laughs> Rubio. I know he's not going to get it, but I hope he did.
1: Yeah. So this week, our good vibes comes from, uh, Ezra Taft Benson. The good vibe is with pride. There are many curses with humility. There are many, mi- there come many blessings again with pride. There are many curses with humility. There come many blessings. And that speaks to our main dish today. Just yo, yo, Be mindful that, you know, when you do things with pride and when you do things, you know, with motives that aren't based on things that are solid and sincere, things that come and go, you know, it. it, you kind of those curses come. You have these issues and these problems and these things that makes it a traumatic experience that makes you wonder, like, why do I want this? But when you do things with humility and with integrity, it's like. No matter what, you you really see it's a blessing because you understand that you did this the right way, right? And you've been extremely humble and you're not just trying to make it all about you. You're trying to make it about some overarching greater good, which is the way that I believe that we all should be in order to have, you know, the best life and to have the most optimal happiness, So that's our good vibe. Again, as always, we thank you guys so much for sticking with Brunch Culture, for checking us out. We love to hear from you guys. Make sure you interact with us on social media. And we have been trying to do a better job with, you know, managing our social media pages, the both of us with our schedules. That's not an excuse. We're always there. We have our personal pages, but you can always check us out on brunch culture, uh, at www.brunchculturebc.com. Also on Twitter at brunch culture and on Instagram at brunch underscore culture. You can hit us up through our email. Um, that's brunchculturebc at gmail.com. We're here. We'd love to chat with you guys. We appreciate you. Remember here at brunch culture, everything is up for discussion.